0: From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Thursday, January 6th. The Omicron COVID-19 variant is spreading a little like wildfire, according to Moab Regional Hospital CEO Jen Sadoff. She says, we are at the beginning of this wave here in Moab. Today, we get her perspective about protecting ourselves and others from the virus and what Utah hospitals are expecting in the coming weeks.
1: Uh, We're definitely seeing case counts rise rapidly, both in Moab and in the state of Utah and really around the whole region. You know, in in some ways, it's just a perfect storm. We have the Omicron variant, which is extremely contagious. Some of the studies say five to ten times more contagious than previous variants, um, there's less fear um, because you know one of the one of the things that they say about Omicron is that it does appear to be causing less severe disease. We have a variant that's evading some immunity from vaccines and prior infections. We have you know the holiday season, cold weather, lots of indoor gatherings, um, people traveling, um, and and then I think. It's just been almost two years, and people are a little over it. Mm -hmm. So in some ways, you have a lot of things driving um, case counts really high. What's really concerning to us, and we had a call with the University of Utah today, is that although Omicron seems to be causing less severe disease, it's also spreading much faster. And so the real challenge right now is staffing. Mm. Um, the University of Utah um, shut down 40 acute care beds and 10 ICU beds this week because they don't have the staffing. They have over 1,000 staff out on leave. Mm. And over the last couple of days, at a much smaller scale, we're starting to see the same thing at Northern Regional Hospital. Mm. Yesterday was uh, we had the most positive tests that we've had um, since, start of the pandemic. So it's it's kind of like a wildfire right now. The good news is if we look at South Africa, um, it's, it's a little bit out of control, but it peaks and then we likely would be able to move through it, you know, within, you know, four to six weeks. But it's going to be a really difficult four to six weeks
0: so we're kind of in the thick of it right now
1: no we're just at the start of it
0: (laughs) okay i was being too optimistic
1: yeah right now we're seeing um post-holiday you know spike and then pretty soon we'll start to see um students back to school Mm -hmm. in a maskless environment and so you know with a highly contagious variant we'll really see it hit over the next you know
0: three to five weeks Now, you know, you said that people might be taking um, this one in general less seriously for a number of reasons. However, it does have a real impact on staffing um, because it doesn't mean that people don't show up in hospitals um, with this variant.
1: Absolutely. You know, one of the things that we've tried to really remind people all through the pandemic is that um, it's about making sure there's capacity at the hospitals for all of the various issues that show up needing critical care. So we will be playing it day to day over the next, you know, few weeks to months. If we have to suspend elective surgeries or call off a family practice clinic in order to ship those staff members over to other areas, that's what we'll do. Mm -hmm. You know, hopefully we'll be able to continue to transfer people who need um, ICU care that's where you know, we are always crossing our fingers, and it's, it continues to be difficult you know, day by day to find beds throughout the region. So seeing an increase in possibly more need and a decrease in staffing around the region makes us pretty nervous. Mm-hmm. You know, An interesting statistic is that if we look at South Africa, you know, their, their case count with Omicron rose quickly, it peaked in about three weeks. And they saw a 50-fold increase in cases, but only a 15-fold increase in hospitalizations. Hmm. Um, But still, you know, if you see a 50-fold increase in cases, just the sheer volume of the people who will need to be hospitalized, even if it's fewer, and if you have staff out on leave, is still a challenging situation. In New York City, they are seeing a 12-fold increase in cases, and an eightfold increase in hospitalizations. So it's better than other variants, but it's still um, not a great situation.
0: Sure. And, you know, this would maybe be a good time to remind listeners that Moab um, Regional Hospital does not offer ICU care, so the hospital is really in tune to other hospitals in our region that do have ICU care, and watching the numbers, not just in our community, but... Um, in the in the region and our nearby communities, where you can send patients,
1: right? And just a reminder to your listeners that you know when we look at the data for vaccinations, we see far fewer hospitalizations, ventilations, and deaths um, for people who were vaccinated. Mm. And if people haven't gotten their booster, it's time It's time to get your booster. It's making a difference.
0: Boosters are available in the community, and it sounds like that's the medical advice right now is getting vaccinated and then getting your booster shot when you can.
1: Absolutely. In the stats that the University of Utah shared with me on vaccination, of their currently admitted patients into the hospital, 71% of those Admitted patients for COVID um, are not vaccinated. Twenty-nine percent are were fully vaccinated in their ICU. Eighty-three percent are not vaccinated. Seventeen percent are fully vaccinated. Mm. Um, and then patients who are on the ventil- on a ventilator, a hundred percent of those patients are. Uh, unvaccinated none none of those patients were vaccinated individuals so um, it makes a difference I will recommend you know just based on some information they also shared that people if they've only had the Johnson and Johnson vaccine that they um, look to get a Pfizer or a Moderna booster
0: thank you for sharing that for people who want to be conscientious about either not getting it or spreading it right now with this new variant, what's the, what's the latest from the hospital community? Well, we recommend that when you're out in public places in order
1: to uh, protect the people around you in those places, you wear a mask for source control. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, that hasn't changed. You know, if you're around immunocompromised people, we recommend that you wear a mask for source control. When the University of Utah was sharing their deaths um, in the past 30 days, um, of the vaccinated people who had died in their facility, almost half of those people were people with severely um, compromised immune systems. Mm -hmm. So maybe they're on therapy or, you know, have a organ transplant, other conditions like that, mm-hmm. and so we still really need to remember that even though those people may have been vaccinated, it especially doesn't offer them very much protection, and so in the, you know, spirit of taking care of the people around us, um, just trying to be conscientious when we go into public places and or are around co-workers who may be in those situations or friends or family members.
0: Jen Sadoff, CEO of Moab Regional Hospital. You can find information on getting a vaccine or booster and COVID-19 test here locally in the show notes of today's news at KZMU.org or wherever you listen to podcasts. And that's the KZMU News for Thursday, January 6th. Get your community-powered journalism Monday through Friday at noon and 7.